You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy friends. Scott Cullen here, host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. In today's episode, let's take a way too early look ahead to the 2021 World Series. Via golf odds on Twitter, great place to get baseball odds, uh, here are the opening odds for the 2021 World Series champion. Uh, and we'll start at the favorites of the Los Angeles Dodgers at 5-1. to one. Uh, The defending champs were the best team and they won the World Series. Kind of a happy coincidence in, in a shortened season. Uh, but the Dodgers should be right back among the contenders again next season. They could lose Jock Peterson or Justin Turner or even both, but they have the resources to fill any holes because, you know, they they spend, uh, which kind of sets them apart from most major league teams. So if they can fill any hole that they would like, uh, and Gavin Lux uh, could find his way into a regular role in the infield, there's not much reason to be concerned about uh, the Dodgers going into 2021. New York Yankees at 6-1. to one. Uh, this is another team with vast resources, but there have been some rumblings about the Yankees not keeping LeMahieu. Maybe that's just a, a, a negotiating stance, uh, but LeMahieu's also been their most valuable player over the past two seasons, so it would seem like a bad idea uh, to let him go. Uh, also, the Yankees could lose uh, Masahiro Tanaka and James Paxton from the starting rotation as free agents. That wouldn't be ideal, but... Uh, but if the Yankees managed to bring in one legitimate starter and add prospect Davy Garcia to the rotation, they could probably still be uh, viable contenders. Of course, a lot of that depends on health uh, from the likes of Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton. Uh, but, you know, the Yankees and Dodgers uh, are early favorites uh, once again. Down at the next tier, we've got three teams that were 12 to 1. Uh, the Atlanta Braves, uh, who should be good, Though, if they lose Marcelo Zuna, that's a significant hole uh, in the lineup. And they could use some pitching uh, to make up for their 2020 injuries. Uh, but that's not a huge ask. They don't necessarily need aces. Uh, they just need some uh, reliable uh, starters to, to help round it out. But otherwise, uh, the Braves should be contenders again next year. Uh, San Diego Padres, uh, they have one of the most exciting young lineups in baseball. Uh, and probably feel like next season is time for them to challenge uh, the Dodgers in the National League West. It's not easy, uh, but you know the Padres have been building towards this point, and and so uh, they could do it. Uh, the third team at, at twelve to one here is uh, Chicago White Sox, uh, who took a big step forward in two thousand twenty. Uh, I guess the real question will be uh, if Tony Larusa is the new manager. What kind of optimism uh, does that bring? Uh, it looks like they have this you know promising young team. Uh, with a with a bright future, what happens if you bring in you know this this manager from uh, <laughs> at least one era ago, if not two, uh, and uh, and whether that is what's going to get them over the hump? Uh, but nevertheless, the White Sox, because of uh, all the talent in on their roster, uh, they, they seem to be pretty deserved uh, in that twelve to one range. Uh, Next, at 14-1, to 1, Tampa Bay Rays, who were surprisingly successful in 2020, coming within a couple of wins uh, of the World Series. And as long as they don't purge everyone, uh, they might be able to uh, 
earn some real money uh, because they're probably going to be contenders in 2021. You know, maybe, maybe not favorites, obviously, but uh, among the teams that you think have a shot. And, and so 14 to one isn't bad uh, on the Rays. At 16 to one, we've got a couple. Uh, the Oakland A's. Uh, and there are a couple notable free agents for the A's. Uh, Marcus Semien, the shortstop, and, and closer Liam Hendricks. Uh, they also have some uh, trade acquisitions who, who were rentals uh, this year, and that's uh, left-handed pitcher Mike Miner, uh, infielder Tommy LaStella. And so there is the potential for some roster turnover here in, in Oakland, but they've always done that. It's part of their identity. Uh, now, there have been rumblings about uh, GM Billy Bean uh, departing, and so that would really be the end of an era. Uh, in Oakland, but they have enough uh, talent to stay competitive uh, in the, over the long haul here. Uh, the other team at 16 to one is the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, they didn't achieve quite as much as I had expected in 2020. Uh, and they're faced with the real possibility uh, that Trevor Bauer and maybe, maybe even Nick Castellanos uh, could leave as free agents. And that, that would be a problem because this is the team that, you know, didn't quite uh, reach, uh, reach my expectations in 2020. Now you're going to take away their uh, their best pitcher and their best hitter. Uh, I, I would I would look at that 16 to one, and I'd be actually a little bit uh, wary uh, of getting in on the Reds before you know uh, what's happening with their free agents. Okay, so there are a lot more teams to go. Uh, stick around, and we will continue through the teams that are at least 20 to one uh, to win the championship next season. So Rock Auto is an online parts source where you can get just about anything for any type of vehicle. I'm pretty much incompetent when it comes to doing things for my car. I put air in the tires and gas in the tank. Otherwise, I leave it to my mechanic. But my father-in-law is a do-it-yourself wizard. He's rebuilt a bunch of cars, including a vintage Jaguar and at least one BMW. This is the site for him. It's great prices on an incredible variety of parts. And having access to such a vast parts repository has its advantages. You need an ignition starter switch for a Lexus SUV? I did a while back. I'll tell you, the day that it died in the middle of a car wash? Not my favorite day. But with the click of a mouse, a handful of options are ready on Rock Auto. How about brake pads for a 2010 Bentley Continental? They've got those too. I mean, you'll find what you need because they have an amazing selection for just about any kind of vehicle at reliably low prices. And when I'm looking for parts for my Bentley Continental, I need reliably low prices. They have all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. So as we embark on the off-season for Major League Baseball, send me your questions. Let's make this interactive. I'm at ByScottCullen on Twitter. Show is at LO underscore FantasyMLB on Twitter. If you want to drop an email to me, send it to LockedOnFantasyBaseball at gmail.com. So as we move into the longer shot teams, it's reasonable not to expect great chances for them next season. But that could be where the value is to be found. When spring, st- when spring training started in 2020, for example, the Dodgers were 4-1 to favorites. But the Rays, they were 30-1. to They ended up getting within a couple of games of, of winning the World Series. So there was real potential for a payoff there. Anyway, there are a couple of teams at 20-1. to Start with the Minnesota Twins, who have been very competitive recently, though they do face the prospect of losing D.H. Nelson Cruz. 40-year-old who's been the best power hitter in the game and is reportedly seeking a two-year deal. Also, the Cleveland Indians, who have been competitive, but they also may be running into trouble in the AL Central, where the Chicago White Sox and Minnesota Twins are now providing more formidable competition. The Indians also seem to be a team that could be moving and shaking in terms of, you know, shedding salary. 
Does that mean a Francisco Lindor trade? Maybe. Uh, they've waived uh, Brad Hand, their closer. It, it, it's not unusual for the Indians to start uh, cutting costs uh, in the offseason, and maybe that's the case this year. So there are a bunch of teams then at 30-1. to 1. Uh, We have the Houston Astros, uh, who played well in the postseason, but were mediocre in the 60-game regular season, winning 29 of 60 games. Uh, And the Astros could lose a couple of outfielders as free agents, uh, George Springer uh, and Michael Brantley. uh, And they still will be without Justin Verlander uh, as he uh, recovers from Tommy John surgery. So what does that mean? Can can the Astros rebound? As we saw in the postseason, they still have a lot of talent. uh, And... You know, their young pitching actually performed really well. Uh, will that be enough to, to keep the Astros in contention next year? They probably need to do some adding or make sure that they don't lose uh, Springer at the very least. Uh, also at 30-1, to 1, the Philadelphia Phillies, uh, who are faced with the prospect of losing a couple of regulars, uh, catcher JT Real Muto and uh, shortstop Didi Gregorius. And, you know, the Phillies, if they lose both and, and don't, end up replacing them well that that you know moves them a step back but if if they lose them and and find adequate replacements the phillies may be contenders you know they they have enough high-end talent there um that uh, you know pitching staff with Aaron nolan and zach wheeler uh, and you know bryce harper uh, leading the lineup it it could be competitive and certainly enough to be interested in them uh, at this price uh the washington nationals uh, also at 30 to one, collapsed after winning the 2019 World Series, but Steven Strasburg is expected to be back uh, from surgery, and there are still some really elite players here, uh, headed by Juan Soto. Uh, but they need more depth, and but that's also the kind of thing that maybe they can make those additions uh, in the off season. Uh, and uh, if you're if you're the Nationals, uh, certainly this this shortened season was a bit of a hangover uh, from their title team, uh, but. Uh, they still have some some pretty quality core pieces too. Uh, the New York Mets are also thirty to one. They have new ownership uh, and they have some decent players, but their pitching isn't great uh, as as is already. But it could be even worse if Marcus Stroman and uh, Rick Porcello leave as free agents. Noah Syndergaard is still uh, coming back from Tommy John surgery. They really that has to be an area of, of primary concern, I think, for the Mets. You could, they could probably patch together a decent uh, lineup. But if they don't do something about their rotation, uh, this 30 to 1 will be uh, overselling uh, their price. Uh, another team at 30 to 1, the Chicago Cubs. Uh, and it seems kind of bad for the Cubs to be down this far, you know, in the same range as the, as the Mets, um, considering that they won their division in 2020 and then they flamed out in the postseason. And so, sure, there are some changes necessary, but if Javi Baez and Chris Bryant rebound, uh, you know, if Bryant is even on the team uh, and the Cubs fill in some spots, maybe at the back of the rotation, uh, you know, Jose Quintana and, and John Lester are free agents. Anthony Rizzo is a free agent. Um, you know, they, they have a couple of spots to fill, but it would not, would not be impossible for the Cubs to uh, deliver a team that's going to be uh, the, the top team in the NL Central again next year. And so uh, I, I, I think uh, as teams at 30 to 1, uh, the Cubs look like pretty decent value right now. Uh, also a 30 to one, the St. Louis Cardinals uh, might be able to compete for a playoff spot, uh, but they're looking at a bit of an uncertain future for a couple of, of Cardinals lifers, uh, Yadier Molina and Adam Wainwright. Uh, second baseman Colton Wong appears to be on his way out. 
Uh, so there will be some change uh, for St. Louis, uh, but uh, they all, they always seem to be uh, reasonably competitive. I guess the question is, can they you know improve enough this offseason to to go beyond being reasonably competitive to being a, a real contender? And you know my guess would be probably not. Uh, now at forty to one, uh, we've got four teams, uh, including the Toronto Blue Jays, a team with a young lineup, and they could be dangerous. Uh, they also uh, might have to play their games in the United States again. Uh, at least at the start of the season, if uh, the coronavirus uh, keeps the border closed. Uh, so the free agents that the, the Blue Jays have, Jonathan VR didn't do much after coming over from Miami. And the same goes for uh, left-handed pitcher Robbie Ray. But the Blue Jays uh, did acquire Taiwan Walker at the deadline, and he was really good for them. Uh, so they, they would certainly like to re-sign him, and if they can't re-sign Walker, Toronto does need to bolster their rotation. Uh, and if they do... Uh, you know, if you, know, you add an arm or two uh, to their starting rotation uh, with their young bats and, and potential, Toronto might be decent value there at 40 to one. Uh, the Boston Red Sox are also 40 to one. And 2020 was such a disaster. I don't imagine the Red Sox will suddenly be contenders again next season. They have next to no pitching. And, and while some of their big bats could bounce back, you could easily see a, a better season from J.D. Martinez, for example. Uh, it's hard to see a path to Boston being contenders as soon as, soon as 2021. So I, I don't particularly like their uh, them at this price, but I think you know for years and years they've been um, you know among the favorites, and, and so it, it's uh, probably more difficult uh, for the market uh, to keep pricing them down further uh, based on how they played in in a short 2020 season. Uh, the Milwaukee Brewers are also 40 to one and they might be interesting. They snuck into the playoffs, uh, even though Christian Yelich had an awful season, Lorenzo Cain sat out, uh, and they might have enough pitching to make some noise if, if their lineup is merely adequate, you know, and that's, uh, when you're looking at a team with 40 to one odds, the Brewers aren't, uh, aren't a bad one. Uh, and also the Los Angeles angels. And as usual, the angels flopped, uh, even though they added Anthony Rendon and Dylan Bundy last year, uh, and they're facing the prospect of losing shortstop Andrelton Simmons, uh, and that would hurt uh, probably more than more than most people think because Simmons, uh, his offensive numbers are you know merely adequate, uh, but he's great defensively and has been for his entire career, uh, and not everyone uh, values that quite the the same way. And so uh, there are enough high end players on the Angels, you know Mike Trout and Shohei Otani and uh, Anthony Rendon that. You know, maybe the Angels are a reasonable long shot pick. That if if those guys have great years and kind of the pieces around them uh, fill in adequately, but uh, it's also possible that uh, they're just not ready yet. Now we move into a couple of teams at fifty to one. It still seems a little soon even to be this optimistic about the Detroit Tigers. Uh, they should continue to get better, uh, and they have the makings of an up and coming rotation. But there aren't nearly enough bats here, and, the, and there aren't enough proven arms in the rotation to think that uh, the Tigers are, are legitimate contenders in 2021. At the same time, the other team at 50 to 1 is the Miami Marlins, and they might be a better option at this price. The Marlins also don't have enough hitting to really be considered serious contenders, but if they cobble together a decent lineup, their young pitching is great. Uh, and they were above 500 in 2020. So if the young pitching kind of holds up and continues to develop, and the Marlins are, you know, halfway decent off offensively. That you know, fifty to one uh, makes them one of the probably best value plays on the board. Now we've got four teams at sixty to one. 
Start with the Arizona Diamondbacks, a mess in 2020, which is too bad because I had some expectations for them. Uh, they need a bunch of players to bounce back, including stars like Cattell Marte and Eduardo Escobar, if they're even going to have a chance. Uh, and so uh, I'm, I'm not sold that uh, the Diamondbacks will bounce back, but we're also talking on teams that are 60 to 1 odds. So uh, you have to have to expect that none of these are going to be obvious bounce back teams. Uh, San Francisco Giants, and they surprised in 2020, so it's not completely out of line to think uh, they could compete for a playoff spot in 2021. Uh, if Kevin Gosman leaves, though, uh, the question might be whether they'll have enough pitching. Uh, right now, it looks like no. Uh, and so we'd have to see how the Giants fill out their rotation before uh, being too excited uh, about their 2021 chances. Uh, the Baltimore Orioles, they were a bit of a surprise in 2020, but they still weren't good. They only won 25 of 60 games. And the, the thing is, that's still uh, significantly better than I thought they would be. Uh, they have to figure out a pitching staff in, in some way. And uh, I don't think that they can go through a 162-game season with the staff they had in 2020 and expect that uh, they'll have a shot. And our last team at 60-1, at to the Kansas City Royals. Now, they might have some pitching they can build around. Uh, Brad Keller, Brady Singer, Chris Bubich, maybe Danny Duffy in a spot as a veteran. But they need more hitting uh, if they're going to keep pace with the top teams in the AL Central. Uh, but as we're looking at teams at 60 to one, obviously you're going to have some flaws, uh, but uh, you could see things, you know, maybe breaking right for, uh, for one of those teams. Now we have three teams at 80 to one and the Colorado Rockies are, are there and they're huge long shots, I suppose in part because their stars and Nolan Arenado and Charlie Blackman among them were mediocre in 2020. And if, and if they aren't uh, leading the way, then what really can be expected uh, from the Rockies. The thing was, they, they started the season uh, reasonably well for the first few weeks, and then it just kind of fell off a cliff. Uh, now, also at 80-1, to 1, the Seattle Mariners, uh, who started slowly last season, which was kind of expected, uh, but they started to come around. And it's not inconceivable uh, that the Mariners could compete for a playoff spot next season if they get some further development from their young players who, who managed to get lots of reps in, in 2020. Um, for teams at 80-1, to 1, Seattle Mariners uh, might be reasonably compelling. Uh, then there's the Texas Rangers. Uh, there's a lot of rebuilding to do for the Rangers. And while they might be improved in 2021, they probably deserve to have uh, these long odds right now. And so, you know, if you look at Colorado, Seattle, Texas, I certainly like Seattle uh, of those three teams. Uh, and then finally, at 100 to 1, the Pittsburgh Pirates. We finished with the Pirates, a team that didn't look like they were trying to win in 2020, and they didn't. They managed to win just 19 of 60 games. Sure, first baseman Josh Bell should be better in 2021, uh, but there are so few impact players when it comes to both hitting and pitching. Uh, if you're going to throw money on a long shot, it would make much more sense to try one of the 80-1 to teams or even a 60-1 to team than to stretch it any further uh, going for the Pirates. And that will do it for this week. I'll be back Monday. I'll continue digging into more stats for off-season prep. Find this podcast, subscribe, and rate it on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That wraps up this edition of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On Baseball. Stay safe. Enjoy the off-season. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis. 